Welcome to that happiness show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I am so happy to be here today with you. As per the normal, I'm always excited to be here. I wouldn't be here. That's kind of how it goes. Maybe that day will change. I don't know. Maybe I'll have a bad day one day and not feel like being here, and I'll show up anyway. That'd be interesting. But there's something about the very act of it that I find so uplifting, which is really odd. And the only thing I can think of is it's it's so beneficial and it has such good repercussions on my body that it's kind of like drinking water or something that when I show up and do it, I'm always uplifted from it. So if there's things like that in your life, I say do them. Do them every day. So today, though, I want to talk about this program that we all have. Just a sec. I made the most amazing hot drink today. Oh my God, did I put whipped cream on it? It's so good. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today is this idea that we're programmed with that expansion is not the uh, goal or the uh, desired outcome or... um, or the reason we're here, <laughs> even that. Okay, so let me go back and just tell you this thing I heard that really brought my attention to it. And it's this idea that there is a formula that they use to make films. And I don't know, I can't like, I didn't study it. I just heard this guy mention it. So I could only do a summaration of his mentioning, which is going to be very little, but we'll get to the point here. And it has to do with the fact that for the first 30 minutes, they basically uh, show you these people's lives, right? And then at about 30 minutes in, he said you can almost clock it because that's when we expect it. And so film plots like um, that are successful often follow this uh, formula. Um, so about 30 minutes in, there is just some trauma or cataclysmic something that throws a wrench in the works. And then for the like next big chunk of film, these people are um, like working to get back to, to get, to get out of this dilemma. All right, let's just say they're working to get out of the dilemma. Now, then this is what he said, only to end the film with them back where they started. Now, <laughs> As we know, if we are expanding people, we know that when we go through trauma, we grow from it. But they're not showing a lot of that in the films. And I just saw a film this morning that I was just, uh, for fun, uh, it was like a comedy. I don't remember the name of it, but it's funny because at the end, these people had expanded but it was just a blip. It was just such a blip. They didn't focus on this. The film just kind of like blipped out with you wondering. Or you could even like take it back to where you thought, well, it's a moment and it'll pass too. Mm. So it's interesting. Okay, so now I've set the stage with that. 
we have a society that has um, a film, what did I call that? A format for films that does not include expansion for the most part. All right, so we have that. And now let's think about things people say when we're growing up and why that would be acceptable. Because it's not really acceptable to me. I do not enjoy films like that for the most part. I just don't. Well, first of all, I want to have fun when I watch a film. I don't want drama. And I want to be laughing. And I want to be surprised and see unexpected and um, not be scared. All right, those are criteria for my film watching. Not that you care. That's an aside. But let's take this back to real life now where people go, well, um, don't you know this is as good as it gets? Um, don't want more because you'll be disappointed. Oh, my God, there's so many of these sayings. Um, I don't really participate in them. I'd like to think I don't participate in them. If Bella's listening and she thinks I am, she better tell me. Um, let's see some other ones. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> I know you know of you. So fill in the blank there. You know these. So we're in a society that is suggesting over and over and over again that expansion does not exist. Isn't that interesting? That you should just be satisfied. You should just make do. And then we wonder why people are so dissatisfied and why people are having these breakdowns. And it's because they know better. They know deep down in their soul, that this is not living. Living is change and living is expansion. Mm, God, this is so good. So what I want you to do is I want you to start, and this is always like, we're always cleaning house. We're always bringing up the floor in our frequency room. We live in a frequency room with the high, you know, like it's not the frequency room you live in. is just a, a microcosm of what's available Maybe that's not even the right word. It's not a microcosm. It's a segment. It's just a segment of what's available. It's not the whole range. Like I really don't have access to shame or despair. I don't have access to guilt anymore, really. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel guilty about much of anything. So um, we have a, a segment of frequency that we have available. And the lowest end of that is something we always have to be prepared to let go of. If we are going to go up the frequency ladder <clears throat> um, of emotion, we're going to go up this frequency ladder, we have to always be willing to let go of the floor. This is vulnerability. This is being willing to let go of what we know for what we don't know. And you know, people would say, well, why wouldn't someone let go of those low things? Because they suck, you know, this is like the low end of your frequency. These are the things that don't feel good. Yeah, but for a lot of people, don't feel good is still a known factor. And we've dealt with it and we know it. And we've created survival mechanisms around it. So we know we can do that, but we don't know what's coming. Well, guess what? It's a big farce, a big myth, because what's coming in the unknown is coming in at the highest frequency that you know. So it's always going to feel good and yummy. And the stuff you're letting go of will always feel yucky. All right? So we we don't really, like, this is a story. If you're afraid of letting go of what you don't know, it's a story you bought, but a story that was written by the ego. It's an interpretation by the ego. And you are the scriptwriter. 
So if you're worried about what's coming, script in some good stuff. You know, this is where you have to take ownership of your life. If I want to live in a mansion, I'll script that I'm going to live in a mansion. Um, if I want to live on an island, I'll script that I want to live on an island. If, I'll, if I want to script that I have an incredible husband, I'm going to script that in. Incredible kids, I'm going to script that in. You know, what people don't realize is the scripts they're writing are those things that they say every day that they think are meaningless. Like, oh, my life is horrible. Oh, I wish this person was better. Oh, you know, my kids are always taking advantage of me. Like, blah, blah. These are the things. These are the things that you're using to write your script. So you have to take full conscious awareness, ownership of every single thought and everything you utter because those are the ones you can control. You can't control the ones that are unconscious, but we can change them by reprogramming. We can change the unconscious thoughts by loving ourselves. And it's fun because, um, fun or funny, uh, some people think they don't know how to love themselves, but Really, when you start to focus on loving yourself, you'll figure it out. I got to tell you, that which we focus on expands. And if you think um, you don't know how to love yourself or you think that it's a joke to love yourself, then you're really just not giving it enough attention. You know, it is so doable. We know how to love ourselves. And I'll tell you why we know how to love ourselves. Because we can tell when our kids aren't loving us. We can tell when our spouse isn't loving us. We can tell when our boyfriends aren't loving us. We can tell you how... What makes us feel good when we're in a relationship? Yeah. Like I know I feel loved when I go somewhere and they give me like, I I feel loved when I go to a restaurant and they give me free dessert. (laughs) I feel loved when I go to a restaurant and the food is made with someone who generally cares about cooking. I love that. I know I'm loved when I'm driving down the road when people let me out. You know, when I'm like having a hard time turning out and someone lets me out. How cool is that? I feel so loved. I feel loved when people hold the doors open for me. I love that. I feel loved when people compliment my outfit. That's amazing. Or my hair, lack of, because I don't have much. And people compliment it all the time and it makes me feel so loved. So what if the things that, let's just make a list today. Let's make a list of all the ways that we feel loved and appreciated. And then when new things happen that surprise us, let's add them to the list. Oh, I love this. I love this. This is so super cool. I got to start a new workbook. I got to start a a Gemma workbook for people because that sounds like so much fun. Well, you know, I am getting my iPad Pro soon and I'm so excited and I can totally see like starting a workbook for loving yourself. Ooh, isn't that so cool? Okay, don't tell anybody. Not that my 10 listeners out there know people in this genre of place who would steal someone's idea for a love yourself book, but I'm just saying, keep it a secret. I'm going to do it. My throat is just a little bit <clears throat> a little bit flummy this morning. All right, so, um, oh my God, what if, okay, so this is episode number 300, by the way. Can you believe it? 300. I can't believe I made it to 300. Um, and in no time, it'll just climb right over that in no time because I'm doing it every day. There was a time where I just did like a couple episodes a week or something, and I'm doing it every day now, even on Christmas, even on Thanksgiving. It's pretty awesome. So, um, all right, let's get back to loving yourself. Oh, this is super cool. So loving yourself is like opening the doorway 
to expansion. Because when we love ourselves, we're brave and courageous. And when we love ourselves, we are all aspects, right? So it takes, it takes bravery to do the thing when it's contrary to everything we've been taught. We have been taught not to love ourselves. We've been taught that other people's job is to love us or that it's selfish to love ourselves. So we're taking and being very courageous. But then there's the you that has to receive the love and not push it away and not resist it. And to receive love from yourself, it takes a level of vulnerability. How beautiful is that? You have to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to accept it. It's so cool. Like, I want to cry right now. I am, like, tearing up a little smidge because this is so special. You know, when I receive love, when I am so open and vulnerable to receiving love from my daughter, I can't help but cry. It is it is so exquisite and deep and lovely. And when I see love between my daughter and her dad, oh, it just it just melts my heart. It's so amazing and beautiful. And, you know, we have these patterns and we have these behaviors where if we want to resist love, we will look for things and even make them up. We will look for things and make them up that are not love. Oh, my God. Bella said that every time we hit 100, like the number 300 on the podcast, we should celebrate and have a party. And I think that's a great idea. So I'd be like every 100 days. That's not too bad. That's like three a year about. (laughs) Maybe some years it would be four. So super cool. So I had to figure that out because today is Christmas number two. This is Bella's second Christmas and mine and her dad's too because we were both at the first one and Ursula. She was at the first one. So this is Christmas number two. And um, yes, yes, it's um, how fun, how fun. So Bella's coming sometime today. I have no idea. She's coming. I told her to come before 11 in the morning. So it gives everyone a time to get up slowly. She doesn't have to do the kid thing. We're not doing it anyway because... um, or to ask to drive her over. So, ah, okay. Take a deep breath. So on this podcast, we've addressed two things. One, to start scripting your life with loving yourself. Go for it. And number two, uh, the other big point I covered is the fact that there are active programs that are about dumbing us down as as human beings, as soul beings, saying that expansion does not play a part of this experience. And I'm here to tell you that that is contrary to everything I know. This experience is all about expansion. And so between the the movies and the parents and the society and the government and all these people telling you to just accept what is, be comfortable with what is, accept your pigeonholing in society, no, absolutely not. And your awareness and consciousness and, and willingness to do this differently is going to take you in places that no one's been because that is your journey and your footprint is so beautiful and unique to just you. But you have to be willing to step into it and deny this, this pigeonholing and programming of smallness. You have to let go. If you notice that you're doing great financially, but not so great with relationships, that is evidence that you have accepted pigeonholing. If you're doing great with your family, but your career stinks, 
you are accepting this idea of pigeonholing and I want you to release it. I want you to expand all areas of your life into, um, well, I want you to be open and, and, and willing to expand all areas of your life. I keep using the word expanding. It's about expansion. I want you to be willing to expand them, to not buy into the smallness. I want you to be willing to, uh, to address or to allow, be open to, be courageous and brave and vulnerable to allowing all areas of your life to expand, be part of the expansion of your frequency, girl. And maybe guys out there, and we want to expand our frequency. Re expanding frequency, it feels so delicious and so yummy, and every one of you deserve this. So start small, you know, be courageous and vulnerable at the same time, you know, open to the unknown and be willing to say no thank you to the things that don't feel good, but are familiar. If, if someone who annoys you all the time, every time they call you in a bad way, right, brings your, brings your, some negativity, they're not calling anymore. Don't go after them. Don't wonder why they're not calling. Just Maybe that's a blessing where you're raising your frequency and they don't fit in your world anymore. And just let it be, you know, just let it be. You know, we don't have to fight for low paychecks and we don't have to fight for um, the thing. We Honestly, we don't have to fight for the things we don't like, you know, uh, until, until life is so great that in order to keep those things, we would have to fight for them. You just let them go. Just let them go. Let them be a memory. And not even that. You know, the things that I've let go of are done. And that is the, the level of forgiveness that we have available to every one of us. You just be done with it and let it go. And we don't have to judge it. We don't have to defend it. We don't have to justify it. It doesn't have to be in the script anymore. It can just be done. How cool is that? Well, let me see if I can find you a phenomenal extra. That's what I want to do now. And uh, send you on your way. Maybe you'll have a second Christmas today. Enjoy that. Love you. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.